Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Morning. Hey, Key, real quick, because I, I, every time I, I'm about to say these words, I feel like I have to take a second and pause because social media reacts awkwardly to me saying it. If a team in the NBA wins the championship, do you say the NBA championship or do you say the world championship? I'd probably say NBA championship. Because forever or, I've said Or the, world championship. It doesn't – a championship. Like, what? Uh, well, I, I, I say world championship Jay. a lot of times. And people are like, well, it's not. It is. Uh, it is how a, cocky Jay, and arrogant Jay. are you? I'm like, well, they are there's no dispute. The world, there's, right? there's no dispute Jay. that it's the highest league in the Jay. world. No disputes that. I, I, Jay. Yes. Do me a favor. Don't listen to Key. Do me a huge favor. If you're telling me not to listen to social media, then we have to have a serious talk then. (laughs) Stop paying attention to people on social media. If you want to say world championship, say world championship. You want to say NBA title, say NBA title. If you want to say championship, say championship. If you want to say chip, say chip. If they can't figure it out, who gives a hell? I'm just talking it through with you in Look, real time. When the when this this started way back with the World Series, because oh, there was there, there are leagues in Japan, there are, you know very high league in Japan, there are high very excellent baseball leagues all over the world. But it is clear clear that clearly and by far Major League Baseball is the highest level of baseball in the world. It is appropriate therefore to say their championship is world because it means they're the best in the world. Same thing in the NBA, okay. same thing in the NFL. I just want to get everybody's opinion. That doesn't I, mean I, that America I, has all the best players. Whatever, it means man. all the best players play in that league. I, but I, believe, I care less. They but, won the world championship. It don't matter. Now but I, what? But I believe, no, to, to Jay's point, like you don't call the Super Bowl champion. You call them Super Bowl champion. You don't call them the world, world champion. Yeah. In the NBA and in the and in Major League Baseball, they're technically called the world champion. Like, I remember, I don't know why this is the team I think of, but I remember when the Rockets beat the Knicks in 90, 94, their hats said world champions. Yes. Like, like in hockey, they're the Stanley Cup champions. So, like, in, in basketball, it's actually a thing. Like, they're called the world champions. So, so I, people I in hockey going to get mad at me if I say the Rangers won the world championship? Yeah, they're, they're the gonna Stanley Cup yes. champions. Okay, Is there well, a higher league than the NHL? Is there no, a league comparable to Max, the NHL? But, Max, it's the technical term of what the champion right. is. Right, I'm going to start referring to the Super Bowl champion as the world champion. It's going to sound awkward. Yes. I'm going to say, because you've never done it before. It's always the Super Bowl champs. Well, the world champion, Tampa Bay Bucks, for example. Yes. And then the world champion, right, world champion, uh, I'm just trying to remember uh, who just beat Americans, the Bengals. You guys are so Los Angeles Americans. Rams. All right, it seems big news is coming, speaking of world champions, <laughs> to be, from the Brooklyn Nets. Because let me tell you something. If they're healthy, Jay, I still like them to win the whole thing. Yeah. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. Cars, homes, boats, motorcycles, RVs, and more at Progressive.com. Um, so, guys, here's New York City Mayor Eric Adams yesterday. And I, you think I'm kidding? I'm serious. It's been it's galling to me that New York has had mayors out of Boston who openly root for the Red Sox and stuff like this. It's so nice to have a mayor from New York roots for New York teams. But Mayor Eric Adams yesterday, after being asked about removing some of the vaccine mandates around the city, this is what he had to say. 
Every morning I meet with my health professionals because I always stated I'm going to follow the science. I'm not going to get ahead of the science because I'm ready to get ahead of all of this and get back to a level of normalcy. Uh, but they're giving us clear instructions. They gave us benchmarks. We're going to follow those benchmarks. Uh, but I look forward in the next few weeks uh, going to a real transformation that I don't have to wonder what you look like. I would know what you look like again. <laughs> Meeting with a mask on, <laughs> mask on. I mean, look, and and the some benchmarks. Some might want to keep their mask on, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> by the way, optional. it has helped some people. It is optional. True. <laughs> um, and I, I, I'm game with that. I'm game with things being optional. Um, I, look, I, the benchmark is numbers have continued to decrease in New York City, and it's looking like we're trending in a direction where, you know, things will be back to somewhat normal um, in the next two weeks. And I think Kyrie Irving will be in a full time capacity for the Nets. And key, what that does. Kevin Durant is able to come off this knee kind of injury healthy. That, that to me, makes him the clear favorite to win the whole thing, just not in the Eastern Conference. Because now you're talking about a guy in Ben Simmons that can defend, play fast, but he can play off of Kyrie and KD and the likes of the depth that they've been able to add. Like, you know, adding Seth Curry, having Patty Mills, picking up Goran Dragic in the buyout market off the San Antonio Spurs was a huge move for them. You combine that with the way they Cam, Cam Thomas, uh, the way they've been able to play defensively. Like they, they will be the most top-to-bottom, uh, experienced, and talented team there is in the league. Yeah. Um, I, 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 look. Look, I, Keyshawn Steve, can't even respond. Steve Nash. Well, Steve Nash had something to say about the way the vaccine mandate will you know have an effect on Kyrie this is the Nets head coach of course listen no it's great obviously it'd be, be great for for us to, to have Kyrie available for all our games having said that you know it's not really in our control so uh, we'll leave it up to the mayor and, uh, and, and wait patiently he's working towards being able to play in every game uh, so if the mandate is lifted the expectation would be that he can play in all our games um, I think that's what he's been waiting for and what he's excited about. And uh, if the opportunity arises, you know, the, the plan and the goal is for him to play every night. It's interesting because he'll he'll have an opportunity based on the information that's floating out there to play every single night, which, as Jay said, certainly helps his team become the favorite in the NBA, not just the Eastern Conference to bring home the title. Um, it'll be fun to see. It'll be fun to see, exciting to see. And if Kevin Durant comes back – all signs indicate that Kevin Durant will be the same Kevin Durant because it's always been that way whenever he's missed time due to some injury. When he's come back, he's been on fire. So it'll it'll, it'll be interesting to see, Jay. Um, I just, you know, everybody's out there debating or was debating about a week or so ago who got the best of the trade between the Sixers and the Nets. If I, as as I st- take a step back and I really look at this thing, did the Sixers get the best? Or is it really, truly, Jay, the Nets? But here's the thing. Because because having a three-headed monster that can score, okay, that's fine. But I don't need three. I don't need three that can fill it up all the time. As long as I got Kyrie and KD, and now I got an X-factor on the defensive side with length, who can guard almost anybody at any position, I got something special There's no out doubt. of Ben Simmons. There's no doubt the Nets are excellent. I think part of the problem with evaluating the trade is the Nets, if they were to have been healthy and everything, would have been twice as good as the next best team in the NBA. 
So if they still, after the trade, you look at them and you go, I think that's the best team in the NBA. It feels like they won. But the difference to me is the Sixers went from, they don't really have a shot at winning the championship, to now they got a shot at winning the championship, right? So I think they both did well in the trade. Let us not forget, without Harden, and by the way, basically without Joe Harris last year either, he was terrible, just KD and just Kyrie were having their way with the eventual champion Bucks, and even without Kyrie, and then basically without Harden because he was actually hurting the team, he was so hurt physically, they came within a hair of beating the Bucks in a Game yeah. 7. So I think if they're healthy, Jay, to me, Nets are the clear favorites. See, Max, let me tell you why you're wrong on your opinion on this one. Because the, the Nets had no depth, my man. Yeah. At zero depth. So when you had Kyrie going through his stuff, when you had KD with the injury, factoring injuries, now what you do, you made this team so much more deep. Yeah, you're right, because the bottom Top line the bottom. is, I'm saying, oh, when they were healthy, but what they actually happened? Healthy. Right, what actually happened? Now they got Seth Curry, and the Dragic thing wasn't part of this deal, but the buy, it gives you a good 18 minutes still, and you're right. Let's bring Vince Carter into this conversation. Ooh, hey. VC, how come BC? you couldn't get back into the dunk contest, man? We needed hey, you. what? We needed you. The dunk contest get, needs you. Get into what? Get back to Jay, the dunk. Jay, Jay, you can win chill, the dunk bro. contest right now, Vince. He could win right the three. Now. He could win the three-point contest too, probably. That made my back hurt. Hey, I like that better. <laughs> <laughs> that made my back hurt. Talk about a dunk contest, Vince. I'm looking at the Ooh. Nets and and like whoever won the trade didn't win okay. the trade. This and that. I'm looking at the Nets. I, like no Joe Harris, no James Harden. In the beginning of that series, when it was just KD and Kyrie, they were waxing the Bucks, right? So, like, right. why now would they not be the favorites to win the whole thing, especially if the mandate's change and Kyrie's a full-time player again? I agree with everything, like what Jay said about they didn't have the depth. Now I look at this team now as constructed, okay? So you didn't – you add – so listen, the Nets needed rebounding check. They got that. They got two rebounders. Probably a, a playmaker. If you're going to lose Harden, you need a playmaker. Doesn't need to score. Obviously, you want Ben Simmons to shoot the ball, or whatever. But you got a playmaker, and you have a defender that can guard any position. Now, you have KD to be KD, and don't have to worry about being a facilitator. Kyrie can be your scorer, and sometimes then you add Drogic. So they have everything. Oh, by the way, they didn't get rid of shooting. They added more shooting onto the floor. So it spreads the floor out. And it's just now I, I just think they went from a, a very good team to a great team. And and it just now is can and I think with the net it's easier to gel and, and, and incorporate Ben Simmons because he's not the shooter, not a scorer, but he's a facilitator. So more than anything, just understanding in different spots, sweet spots where Kyrie likes the ball, where you know, guys like the ball, uh, you know, in transition and half court different that you have, you always know when you have, Jay, you know this, it, when you have a play run for you, you know the couple of plays, how they're going to either go to the top lock, they're going to push you here, put, but you know where you're going to get the ball to score. As a point guard, that's important for you to know for players to feel comfortable where they can just catch and do their job. So outside of that, they're fine. When you flip it on the other end, now the team has to get used to Harden, who is a scorer. Yes, he's a facilitator. He's going to look, look, look. But I think that's the difference. Right now, the Nets have everything they needed prior to that trade. Vince, you made mention of Ben Simmons. I want you to take a listen to Danny Green, 76ers forward, on Inside the Green Room with Danny Green podcast. Listen to this. 
interesting dynamic yes. of how things went down. Interesting dynamic of who went with him. I don't know. I haven't got a chance to talk to those guys yet, but I know they weren't on the most of cordial terms when he was in Philly with Drum and Seth. Um, so I wonder how that relationship is now. I got a chance to talk to them. Now, will we shake hands to start? Probably not. First, I'd be highly sh- surprised if he even plays in that game. I don't know where his health is mentally, physically, and I don't. we all know that he does not like to play in Philly. But say that does happen, I see it as being a very hectic, playoff-like atmosphere, environment, to where it may be very rough for him. So you see, Vinci, VC, when everybody mm-hmm. says, oh, we're in the second half of the season, I'm like, no, we're, we're not, guys. Like, we're, we have, we're in the last third of the season. There is a sprint. Mm-hmm. And... I, this game is coming up on March 10th. I, I don't know how Ben Simmons would not play in this type of game, especially when the environment you came from wasn't conducive to you being the best version of yourself. Now you're in one having a chance to go against this team that you may see in the Eastern Conference finals or semifinals. Shouldn't you start that preparation now, earlier, rather than later? I agree. I'm with you. Today's game, today's guys, a little different. And that situation is different. I walked into a, a beast of a situation, as you guys know, in Toronto, and it was like crazy. So for him, mentally, he wants to be playing the best possible basketball going into that situation because if not, it's going to be a long night for him. Now, the great thing about it is he has two dynamic scores for him where he can play that game, and if he can dominate defensively and get the ball to KD – and Kyrie, who have a great night, he wins. But a lot of turnovers, obviously they're going to try to make him shoot. They're going to get into his head. So, yes, he, he should prepare for that now. And he should have it marked on his calendar for wanting to play there. But that's, that's not how it, how it is these days. I think you guys know that. It seems to me like Philly fans, I think, think that Simmons don't want it with them. You know, even though I feel like they took care of him right. for a long time. But I, I think the big fear – for him seems to be at this point because you're like, like he got he has two of the best scorers from any level who ever lived basically who can shoot from everywhere right so that should be no problem for him he's a great passer handles at his size the whole thing but the idea is he can't be aggressive going to the rim because he doesn't want to get to the line right like that doesn't change right. like, what changes about that I, I think it's it's Obviously, it's mental and physical. But if this downtime, I hope for, 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 for Ben's sake, he's been working on that. Now, it's one thing going to the gym, shooting free throws, feeling comfortable, trying to simulate a game situation, game, you know, on the line, you're shooting free throws. Yeah, okay, cool. But when you're actually in it, can you take what you've learned and put it into a game situation? We don't know that yet. So I hope they, you know, new team, new start, he's aggressive. And, and to me, I tell Ben Simmons, like you would tell any other best player, like you said, so what? Be aggressive. I'd rather an aggressive Ben Simmons that gets to the rack. Hey, maybe you get you're, – you're shooting to, to, for a three-point play, but we're getting two points out of it. I'd rather you be aggressive scoring, trying to score and get fouled and miss the free throw, air ball or whatever, as opposed to being hesitant. And we don't get a shot off or we get a turnover or, you know, we just make a useless pass that you don't need in a – crucial situation because you're with the Nets now where you're going to go deep in the playoffs and you're going to have to you're going to have to be aggressive and score because if he's the point guard yeah okay they you know a lot of guys play small ball well he's going to have smaller matchups where you need him to be aggressive to even draw, draw to double teams alone for, for all the shooters that you have 
Vince Carter, ESPN NBA analyst, eight-time NBA All-Star. Eight-time, not two, but eight-time NBA All-Star, two-time All-NBA. And clearly, as Jay said, missed uh, the dunk contest with him this year. He won that in 2000. He was the champion. Vince Sanity. Oh, how long ago, bro? No, that's okay. You can still, you yeah. can still hey, bunny we hop. Hey, here, we were all young back then, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. But you can still – I guarantee you, you can probably still yeah. touch the square at the top of the backboard. So – We'll be good. VC, now that we know that Chris Paul is going to miss significant time for the Suns, what's the outlook on the Suns with that injury? Can they sustain? Can they hold the fort down? Which I think they have a winning pedigree and they understand. And, you know, you have to get uh, – I think Alfred Payton is going to be huge. And you don't need them to be the dynamic scorers, your backup point guard. You just need them to hold the fort down facilitators and get the guys obviously Devin Booker um, shoot uh, it, all, all of your scores in general off the bench uh, uh, you need to just get those guys going you can't have a lot of turnovers as as the guy is just a plug and play guy you know and defensively remain solid uh, I don't know how long this, this injury is going to last it, it's, it's his left hand or is it right hand I can't remember it's his right hand VC his shooting hand it, it's his right hand so it's his shooting hand so you know it, it's just yeah, he can play, but it just takes one shot to that thumb, and he's out again. So if you're the Suns, you, you sit him down now. You're six and a half games, I think. You have a six and a half game cushion of, of, of the Warriors, so hopefully you can win some and just kind of just hold the fort down until he gets back because he is, obviously, he he's the head of the snake. BC, uh, I made a comment yesterday, and I, I'm starting to drink the Kool-Aid. I've been watching so many of their games. And I get that Phoenix has been the best team in the NBA, uh, mm-hmm. making mention of CP3 being out. And I get that Golden State's going to get Draymond Green back and that they're absolutely loaded. They've mm-hmm. added depth. Steph is having a phenomenal year with Clay. But I'm starting to believe that the Memphis Grizzlies are going to be there when it's all I, said I and done, it. man. I, yeah. I think they have a legit chance to make it to the NBA Finals. Am I crazy for thinking that? Finals, I don't know. And so it's, it's, I think we can all agree it's all about matchups. First round matchups. You just, I think they're for real. You know, sitting third in the West. I mean, they're like forty-one and nineteen or something like that. So I don't know how far and if you know, it can can they make it to the Western Conference Finals? Yeah, but it's all about matchups. Who you see first and favorable matchups, um, and it can go from there. But they are a confident, confident bunch. They believe in their star, and they believe in each other. I think. I mean, Bain has been out of out of this world. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just got guys that just believe and just play hard. And, and maybe, you know, because they're young, they don't realize, hey, you're not supposed to be this good. You're not supposed to beat the best. And you're not supposed to be up here yet. But at the same time, it seems like when they play against the best teams in the league, they become the best team in the league. You know, so, so I, I definitely think they can win two series. And, and it's kind of a toss up from there. Vince, talking to Vince Carter, Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. The thing about Ja is, and they, they have the depth in terms of their young talent and all that. The thing about Ja is mm-hmm. he reminds me of Joe Burrow. Where, where at the time, oh, he's ahead of schedule, not yet, this and that. He's not trying to wait his turn. To me, it looks like this kid thinks right. my turn is right now. And with right a now. leader like that, I think there is. I wouldn't make him a favorite, but I think there's a real shot they could get to the finals this year. Now, something probably has to break right for them, right? Like, as with the Suns last year, they got to the finals because the Lakers got hurt. But I, I, it could happen. You, would you rule it out? Or would you say it could happen? No, I would I, I, 
It could happen. I don't rule right. it out because they're playing that, that, that good of basketball and they're that confident. And I mean, it's all about opportunity and season the moment. Josh feels his time is now. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure if you ask him, does he feel like he's the MVP? He'll probably tell you yes. And they're playing on his level. And he has a supporting cast that is riding with them. They're all in the foxhole with them. And when you have a team that believes and supports each other, they're tough to beat. So whether we feel that they're, they're good enough or not, the way they're playing, they step on the floor feeling like they're the best team on the court every night. So I, I think, you know, like I said, opportunity and how how it all falls into place, if, if, it, if it falls right for them, look out. That's Vince Carter, half man, half amazing. Mm. Thank you, Vince. Appreciate you. All right, VC. Yeah, man. Always a pleasure, fellas. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. The cab, Jared Allen, still apparently used, I don't know if I could still say uses, but used, an Android phone, not an iPhone. At least he told Brian Windhorst oh, over the All-Star break weekend. I hate those people. So he goes, this is a quote. So it's funny. I actually had to get an iPhone. I have an Android and an iPhone just because they wouldn't let me in the group text. Sometimes they'd be like, Jay, why aren't you at the event last night? It's like, what event? I wasn't in the group text because they all want blue messages. Nah, man. My messages are blue. Always. Why, why, I understand. Why, why do they all want blue messages? Because what happens is, Key, like if you if you don't have an iPhone, uh-huh. I can't send you like giffies. I I can't send you memes. Like it just it, it it's the the whole pixel becomes no, different. I, yeah, right? okay. So we Pictures. can't communicate the way we need to communicate. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's not, not an iMessage anymore. It becomes a, a text message oh, instead of an so iMessage. Okay, Evan, so Evan you would know, Evan. You, you would know. Dislike a text. I mean, we forced Evan. Yeah, this to get like one. I was bullied when this show first started. Back when that's it was, a strong word. Back Evan. when it was KJZ, I was bullied into getting an iPhone because I had an Android. I, I will say, like, I had an iPhone for a while. I had two iPhones broke the same exact way. They just stopped picking up a cell range. Like it would just become like I could only use it on Wi-Fi, and I was like, I'm done with this. You know what? I'm gonna switch to a Google. But it's phone. not the phone; it's the the service. No, no, it was the phone. There was something in the phone that would shut down, and the chip would no longer recognize. This happened on two different iPhones. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go get an Android. I'm going to go get myself a Google Pixel 3. This was back in, like, 2018 when I first started here at ESPN. And then all of a sudden I realized, hmm, 
I'm getting less text no. messages from people. <laughs> then it, 2020 comes. comes along. 2020 comes along. I switch to a new show. And all of a sudden, my coworkers on my new show, I'm trying to build a relationship with them. Nobody wants to text me back. Nobody. I'm not in these group texts. You guys are all having these great conversations that are coming on air. And I'm like, where, where did that come from? When did you guys text that? Mm-hmm. Turned out I wasn't on the group text because I didn't have an iPhone. So in August of 2020, about a week into KJZ at the time, I had to switch to an iPhone. I'm still paying the monthly bill on it because yeah. at the time I wasn't eligible for an upgrade, but I was bullied. It's called phone so, discrimination. And it's yep. called get ESPN to pay for it. This is your work phone. Hmm, it's not a bad idea. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's mm. good. I, I mean, mistake. that would be like pulling teeth, but I get it. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> ain't happening. I made you the know? mistake of getting my parents, who are now in their back. 80s, and they weren't, they didn't have cell phones. I'm like, i got to get them cell phones, but I wanted to get them because they're anti-technology, you know? So they can't really work anything. So I, How I do got you want them a cell phone and you're anti-technology? Because I need to know, like, sometimes it's not safe, man. You get to a certain age, you want to be, like, just like you want to check up on your kids. Sure, you want to yeah. check up on your parents at a certain age. And uh, <laughs> and I said, all right, let me get him one of those like old people phones, you know, with the big. It's not. You just got to get an old iPhone. People you phones. just you just got to get an iPhone. It's not worth it. It's too complicated to use a whole other system. And, I'm and, only getting if they change it. I'm I'm going with what everybody goes with. So if everybody, the majority of the the world or whatever you want to call it, has iPhone, that's what I'm getting. Yeah, you know, what? I'm not gonna get yeah. a BlackBerry when. Not trying to ninety-three percent of the people that I'm around have iPhones. You know what, Why Tim, would I ever do that? Bringing up a good point. Yeah, I, I, I got. I got to share my mind on something. You know, Tim Cook, Eddie Q. You guys are Duke guys. I love you. But like, what are we doing here? Every time there's a new iPhone, then the the, the iPods are different. Like the earpods are different. You got to upgrade. Like all the accessories. Stop making me spend more no, money that, for that, all the accessories. St- wait, you want the the company to stop making a profit? I don't understand. It's just every time there's something new comes out, there's new accessories that's that come why, with it. By the way, the that's why change, that's I'm the like, trick. I can't, I can't, that's why Evan's phone stopped money. working, by the way. What I noticed with the iPhones is when the new models come out, if you don't upgrade to the new model, the iOS, the, your the phone's going to stop working. Because, yeah, it's going to start glitching. You, la, da, da, yep, da. That's down, not true. Uh, I notice it. Man, I got it, people. I got... I got people around me that still got, like, iPhone 7. So it, it works fine. <laughs> Key, here, here, it works, but maybe not work Key, fine. Here's the athlete question. You ready for the athlete question of the day? Is your iPhone connected to your iCloud? Is it shared with everybody in the house? Are you asking me that? <laughs> I'm just, I'm I don't telling, know. It's the, see? That's the athlete question. Every, I don't, I don't know. I've, no more man, I got my phone. You know what I'm talking about. If your iCloud is connected to the iPhone... Just okay. Yeah, I got I got my phone and All my wife share did everything it with everybody. she needed to do. Just, my just wife know. did what she needed to do in programming and gave it to me. That's all I, I don't Ooh. She whatever she if it's a tracer on it, whatever, that's on her. That's fine. I don't care. I ain't doing nothing I ain't supposed to do. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm at the studio. She's like, no, you're not. I'm like, what what yeah, men throwing men leaving their iPhones the in Ubers. Is on. Drive, so drivers, like, on. drivers like, don't you want your phone? No, leave it right there. No, leave it right there. Yeah. That's Be back a great here thing, man. Relax. I'm it's joking. just it's the same thing with the Tesla. You know, you driving and all you gotta do is open See, up the he, app. He I'll tell you exactly that. where you're at. So <laughs> Ain't nothing you can do. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm right here. I'm right here. at Whole yep. Foods. It's fine. Yep. Hopefully, you can see the stuff we have now. 50 years ago, they'd be running back to their own time. Oh, man. I don't my want sister, any part of that. People wouldn't be able to live 20 years ago now. They so, know. I'm the youngest of, of six children that my mom had. And you know my age. Yeah, I never knew that. You're, you're one of six? 
Yeah, I'm the youngest. Wow. Um, and, you know, my age. My sister literally just got her first cell phone about a year ago. Her first one? Yeah, she just what? would not. It's the, it, Jay. Like my mom. <laughs> Jay. She just would not get a phone. She didn't trust the government, the tracking, the all. She just would. And I'm like, only what you got, my kids. We have to be able to communicate with you when you're picking up our kids and taking them places. You got to get a phone, girl. You out your damn mind. Hey, Finally imagine got a somebody, phone. Met somebody in 2022, like, yeah, I just, uh, I got to stop. I got the kids in the back. I got to use a pay phone to call Uncle Key. <laughs> like, yeah. No. You ever see the movie Wall Street when, when Michael Douglas took out that Big, big cell phone. That big, chunky brick cell phone walking on the beach. That was the coolest thing anyone ever saw. I was like, what is that? He got a phone. It's not connected to anything. The damn desktop on his hand. So, yeah, you got to have you got to have a proper communication in, in nowadays, especially if you think about sports and stuff like that. You can stream stuff, look at it. You got to have a phone, man. Yeah, I think it's, it goes without saying you have to have a phone. Of course you have to have a phone. What kind of phone do you have to have? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. (laughs) Although, Key, when he cleanses, you leave your phone at home, right? You don't take the phone during a cleanse? No, the phone. Well, no, you mean doing your retreat? Yeah. You retreat, you don't have the phone. Cleanse, you got to have a phone just in case, you you know, you need some help. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to do anything where I need the phone in case of emergency. Yes. Who's going to be the best player in the NFL five years from now? The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Tune in Saturday for college basketball action as hey. Virginia hosts Florida State. Coverage begins at 3.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Let's play take it or shake it. Evan, go ahead. Yeah, so you heard it on the way in. The NFL uh, ESPN NFL Twitter account tweeted out, uh, asking the question, who will be the best player in the NFL in five years? So I'll ask you guys. Patrick Mahomes will be the best player in the NFL in five years. Take it or shake it, Key? Shake it! Shake it! Yeah, I, I know we like Patrick Mahomes and everything, but Andy Reid is not going to be around coaching, I don't believe, in five years. And then you see the situation that's happening right now with Eric Bieniemy as his offensive coordinator. When you look at some of the other young studs, look at Joe Burrow. Look at what he's able to do. That talent around him is awfully young. Five years from now, they're going to be really, really seasoned like some great meat. Yeah, I think Patrick Mahomes might have more accolades, but that doesn't necessarily mean the best player. And every time I start saying this guy's name, I just see Max burning image in the back of my mind. Justin Herbert. I mean, I know he's on that train, but I feel like I'm slowly getting on that train as well as far as who the most talented player will be in five years. Yeah, you guys both make great arguments. I think it's really close. But I'm going to go Mahomes and just be conservative about it. He's just got a little more. Mm. His arm's a little better. It's more, he's a more dynamic player. And look at his track record already. It's insane. And I don't think he's hit his prime yet. I think he's going to get better. So I'm going to take the safe route, although I hear both of you. I'm going to take Mahomes. All right, let's stay in that division. Derek Carr will be the Raiders' week one starting quarterback. Take it or shake it? Take it! Take it! You know, I've gone back and forward here. Because of the Jimmy G situation makes me think that Carr will be the Raiders' opening day starter because originally I had Jimmy G going to the Raiders, Carr going to the Saints. Now I'm keeping them both 
in their spots that they're at now. Jimmy G with the 49ers, cost savings for them. They got a good quarterback in car with the Raiders because Jimmy G's not available. Yeah, man, if you're Josh McDaniels, you're sitting there looking at your situation and thinking about it. I, I, I have a quarterback who at the beginning of the year, like there was a lot of talk, and, and Key was originally on board with this, and I think he still is still about on him board. being oh, one yeah. the, an elite quarterback in the league. I I don't know why we try to make issues out of thin air. Like he is extremely talented. They just need to have consistent pieces around him. Yeah, I don't think Derek Carr is elite, but also, and I I don't know like if I would let me let me build around Derek Carr. But I will say this: if Derek Carr is my quarterback, I ain't looking. I'm good. And I, in other, you know, in other words, like I'm not gonna give up an arm and a leg for him, bring him in, and now construct a whole team around him. But if I already got him, wh- why would I let him go? He's good. Key, I, I keep him. Key, quick question: Who would you rather have, Derek Carr or Dak Prescott? I would probably even. Mm. I take Dak by okay. a little. Okay. Okay. To me, that's, that's like number ten and eleven. That's or what I'm like saying, that. Key. That's exactly what I'm saying. All right, not Ben Simmons should play, not Ben Simmons could play, but Ben Simmons will play against the Sixers on March 10th. Take it or shake it. Take it! Take it! Yeah, I think think he certainly is going to play. (laughs) Philadelphia 76er and Philly fans don't want to see him play because they want to talk about his softness, his mental capacity, whatever the case may be. But I think he plays because it's only going to make him better if and when they see him in the playoffs. I pass the baton to Allen Yates to fill my segment. Go ahead, Allen. Yeah, we're, uh, me and Pat are jointly going to shake that. You're a fraud. You're he's a, a Lakers fan. He's not going to play in right. my head. Hey, see, Philadelphia great fans. Great breakdown. Hey, Yates, Yates, say it with your chest like you say Boy, it during a commercial play. break. When he come to Philly, cuz, it's there not it going to happen. There that, it is. That, there thank it you. Is. Banging on That's the more Meek Mill style. We can't, we can't have you doing that on the show. Yes, so. we got to have him doing that on the show. That's not The other guy's not Yates. Well, I feel that perhaps it's well, possible you know, that he doesn't play. I don't play. think the man's going to play, but in <laughs> reality, That's the Alfonso. man ain't going to play. I'm not hearing it. Very corporate. Yes. Uh, no, Yates. I think I'm with Yates. Ooh, uh, it's going to be an interesting calling. test of character in a way. Does he want to even face the Philly fans, or is it too much for him? Oh, and and man, I don't know. Please. Stop yeah. with this Stop too it, much. Man. You just yeah. don't oh, say Y'all the thing. yell at me all y'all want. When I give y'all buckets, I'm going to look and smile at all y'all. Jay, there's no reason oh, for us God. to get upset about this. We're going to get our answer. We'll see man. if he plays or not. And whatever it is, we're just making predictions. out of here. It's going to be the hot ticket. Hot tickets brought to you by Vivid Seats, Ooh, where you earn that. rewards with I'm every purchase. Down there for that game. Vivid Seats rewards is your ticket to more tickets. Vivid Seats life happens live. All right, this will be late. Laker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield, last season by the lake as the Browns quarterback. Take it or shake it. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play.
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I think it. I think it. It will not be his last season. He bounces back, but not from a statistical number standpoint, but from a health standpoint. Get him into the playoffs. Uh, you know, be that pedestrian kind of managing of the quarterback position, and then he stays. But they're not going to pay him long term, big money. He'll get a con- extension contract. It just won't be crazy. Yeah, I, th- this scenario is so tough for me, and I, I know that you know. Well, who else are you going to get? But I. And I want Baker to get his money um, to a degree and what's in the best interest of the Browns. I just, I just feel if you're the Browns, you're it, it kind of like stuck with this scenario unless you find an upgrade. It, 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 it's a tough scenario to call. I think more highly of Baker than most do. For example, I like him more than Kirk Cousins. There's a, and I think Kirk Cousins see, has I gotten don't. to be. See, I don't. See, I know. And, and I you guys, and I know Key doesn't think much of Kirk Cousins. And I'm coming around to thinking Cousins is getting better and better. I think Cousins is now better than he used to be. And I like Baker more than that when he's healthy. I but, still think the Browns are going to move on from him after this next year because I think you need a little more. Laker Mayfield, nickname, take it or shake it. Laker Mayfield. Laker Mayfield. Shake it. That's There's a dude horrible. named Mayfield one day plays for the Lakers. That'll be Laker Mayfield. I bet, you there, I bet you there was already one probably named Mayfield it up. play for the Lakers. Aaron Rodgers is still dating Shailene Woodley. Take it or shake it. Take that. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. James. Ever since Jake. Well, Stop. No. <laughs> Key, you are a fool, man. No, it, I, I, if, hey, man, if they're not together, they're not together. I don't care about that man personal business like that. I don't know, but it occurs to me like Aaron Rodgers with the whole 12-day cleanse and his own way of looking at things, who knows how to categorize that relationship? Maybe they are in some kind of a relationship that is difficult to label. But who knows? If you did listen to the Pat I McAfee show, though, care. Pat, 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 I care. Pat McAfee did say, he asked Aaron a question, and there was a, there was a little giggle in the background, and Pat was like, oh, I, I hear a, I just want to, you know, set this out straight and clarify. There was a young lady giggling in the background. And, he, and Aaron was like, oh, no, that's the TV. But there was no TV on. There might have been another TV. friend of his. No. You know, I think, what pe- I think what really did it was the way he was writing about her and that Monday night gratitude was so glowing. It felt like, wait, these two still seem as though they're actively in some breakup. kind of relationship. It was a, f- a fresh breakup. Yeah. I mean, she don't want to be in Green Bay. I agree. The key, the only reason when you say who cares, the only reason I care is what if it influences where he'd want to be, and then he'd well, wind if up he's in Denver. Letting that influence where he wants, then something wrong. He's in he love, Key. Have you ever, can't, you Key, can't, have you ever been in love? Says the dude who lets the dog sleep in the bed now. From Jimmy G to Blaine G. You want to call him Blaine what? G? No. Who will actually replace Tom Brady? Keyshawn J. Will Max, ESPN Radio. Who wrote that? I did. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.